0: Fantastic. Alrighty, g'day guys and welcome to the Bradley J Driver Experience. We're here for episode 15 and today's an exciting moment in the podcast for me because I have my first female guest and looking at the analytics today there's 33% of our audience is female so it means a lot that you've stuck around till now and I'm glad that I can deliver an episode that I feel will be amazing for you but also amazing for the guys. So today's guest is someone that locally here in the Illawarra has had a massive impact in business. I'm fascinated to hear about the business brain behind the brands and behind the ideas, but also the story and how it all began. Founder of Lisa Active Activewear. I know you do a number <laughs> of empowerment seminars and so many great things within the fitness space. Ladies and gents, this is Lisa Trigillo. How are you?
1: Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm super excited to share my story and my journey. No Can't worries at all.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here. And, you know, it's, it's funny because I guess as someone who, you know, I, I guess I'm in the position of power with this where I can facilitate the people I want to speak to. And I like to think that I get something out of every episode as well, and that's why I tee them up, and that's really important to me. But when I, when I was in search of a great female guest, to kick off the first female on the podcast. I wanted someone who had some impact and I would like to think, you know, my reason for doing this is there's so much power in conversation. It can change people's lives for the better. And I put it out there and I said to a heap of ladies that I knew if you're going to sit and listen to my podcast, who would you want to listen to? And your name kept coming up. Like there were probably 10 conversations I had and eight That's people amazing. said you. And then I was speaking to, Mates from the area, and I said, I want to get a female guest on and i 've had a few suggestions, and people kept saying your name, so here we are. I appreciate so much you actually coming on and taking the time out of what seems to be a pretty hectic schedule, even with all the madness in the world happening at the moment
1: absolutely i 'm so glad my name's been mentioned that 's awesome
0: no it 's great. And I think you know looking from the outside in, we sort of had a bit of a chat before we came on um, before we came online and started recording, but I guess for me like i've seen your name pop up consistently for a couple of years now and it all started i guess with the activewear brand and i could be wrong there but was that your first venture into this space
1: yeah so that's what started it all so as soon as i left high school i got straight into studying my cert three and four in personal training i've always been a worker i've always worked in gyms and my first job when i left high school i'm 26 now but um I was just the chick behind the desk that used to scan um, everyone's keys when they walked in. So from there, I actually feel like I've been building LT Wear and my branding since I finished high school because working within the gyms in the local community, and you know the Illawarra is huge on community. I feel like I've been following, um, building my following and building my clientele from that very moment. I've always been known as the bubbly outgoing gym instructor and the chick that worked in the gym I was always obsessed with wearing active wear my friends and family would always be like oh you're in activewear again you're going yeah. out for dinner yeah. you're going to some formal event and you're in gym tights and you've dressed it up with some sort of top and a jacket and that's just always what I've been known for so um yeah instructing for about four to five years Um, and then I was managing a gym F 45 in our local area and I always dreamt about having my own brand and having my own business. I always, I think I've always been a bit of an entrepreneur ever since I was little. I was always, I remember like my parents used to bring. Birds. And I used to go to the yeah. market and try and sell the birds and try and like make it a bit of a competition on where I could collect um, pocket money and how I could make business and make income to be able to afford the things that I want in life. So, um, yeah, um, when I was working at the gym, that was my last job, F45, I was like, I really just want to brand out and do my own Lisa Trujillo branding and create my own activewear. And it was always a dream. And um, someone that has really inspired me throughout this whole thing, and I wouldn't have started my business without this person is my partner, Reece. Um, He's been my rock, he's motivated me, he's told me, you know, if you start your brand, what, what's the worst that could happen? You know, you go and find no. another job, you don't do your business anymore, you find something else you're passionate about, at least you've given it a try and you've given it a crack and a go. So Definitely. I was still working at the gym, And um, it was a side hustle. So I started the brand, Lisa Trujillo Activewear. Now, I think I spent about a year talking about it, telling people, I want to do my own activewear business. I was talking about it, which I'm not big on anymore. I'm like, just go and do it. Stop talking about it. If it's not an idea in your head and a dream, just go for it and do it. Um, I think that's massive, right?
0: Because I think anything that you really want in life, if you throw yourself in the deep end, you find a way to make it work. If it absolutely. has to work, it will work.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's a
0: massive lesson. So at, at this time, like how old are you now? 26. 26. And how old were you when you first made that step to actually start the brand?
1: How old was I? Four years ago. So I would have been like 22.
0: Which is so young in, in the business yeah. world. It's super young, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't actually do my business, LT Activewear, full time until I was um, 22, 23. So I didn't really take it serious. It was just always a side hustle whilst I was still working full-time. So yeah, I was working full-time. Uh, my partner, Reese was like, go for it. And I spoke about it for a year, as I said, and I was trying to have a name for the brand. I was like, I don't want to make up my name. You know, who's going to wear Lisa Trigillo tights?
0: That was actually, and, I'm glad you said that because that, that was a massive question of mine. And sorry to interrupt there. <laughs> I, I feel like at your stage in your business and your brand now, if you didn't have the active wear, to name it after yourself would have made a lot of sense because you have a following and a lot of people who respect you in the space. But back then, before you had any of that, to name it on yourself and actually not create a brand, I guess, a very easily marketable brand name that everyone would run out and want to be a part of, like a Nike or an Adidas or something like that, to name it after yourself, is a really bold move. So how do you find that that first putting it out there as your name and then getting people on board with that? Was that hard?
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm an, I was a nobody and I still am. I, I consider myself a nobody still now, you know. I'm still growing. Um, but I guess back then I was like, oh, who is going to wear Lisa Trujillo tights? And at the time I had the logo on the front of the band, so it was actually yeah. Lisa Trujillo in running riding. And then I thought, if I keep thinking about the name of my business and my brand, I don't think I'll ever start. I'll always just be thinking about what I'm going to call it. So no one can ever steal your name. You know what I mean? So I was just like, whatever. It's Lisa Trujillo activewear. It's the activewear that I like to wear. It's the activewear that I want to see people wearing. So I think for me, I was just like, enough thinking about it. Let's make this happen. Just call it your name.
0: I think that's a really good point. I I experienced the same thing with this. Like I probably had 20 names written down it was all these creative things like behind the mic, behind the lens, this, that, the other. And I was like, at the end of the day, I think anything you do in business or life, if you're putting your passion and your heart behind it, people will recognize it and support it because it's you. Like I feel like most of the people that listen to this platform will begin listening to this platform before it's grown were people who just wanted to support me and then seeing the value in the product that was on offer. And yeah. I think that's it's such a smart move because I've seen, and I think now looking, looking at where you are with a number of things happening, you've been able to leverage that.
1: Absolutely. Another thought now that I'm re- remembering things, I remember back then going, I'm going to call it my name because at the end of the day, all these people are wearing all this designer labeled clothing, Ralph yeah. Lauren, Louis Vuitton, um, Gucci, like who's Ralph Lauren? I don't know who yeah. that is. Yeah. But people are wearing that. That's someone's name. Yeah, so exactly. I kind of thought like that. I was like, if people are actually wearing this clothing and their marketing is done really right and they've got the right people promoting it, the right people wearing it, why wouldn't people then wear LT Active Wear, Lisa Trujillo Active Wear? And then I also thought, look, if the name's not working out, I
0: can always change it. 100%. And I think while we're on the flow of the Activewear brand, because I feel like we're making some traction here, one of the, the biggest things that stood out to me was, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm a massive Gary Vee fan. Like I listen to that guy like it's gospel. Yeah, I love his content. And one thing he talks about a lot is influencer marketing and understanding the power of people as opposed to, I guess, just branding in a mm-hmm. sense. And one thing that I've seen more recently is some of the people you've reached out to, to wear your brand and also to help you with the marketing of that brand. And a big one that stood out was obviously Roxy okay.
1: yeah. How does, yeah. How do
0: you tee that up and at what stage do you start approaching people in that journey of, of the yeah. activewear business to leverage other people's names and brands mm-hmm. to boost mm-hmm. the, the so- business?
1: I know you follow me quite closely. I don't know if you ever see us get on the Insta snaps or our posts. We're always talking about being unstoppable and just putting yourself out there. And we're always saying, get it done. Just, just get it done. No matter what, yeah. no matter what you're going through, just get it done and be unstoppable. So um, I've been following Roxy Jasenko for quite some time now. I've read her books. Um, she's someone I inspired to be like in 10 years time. You know, she's a multimillionaire. She's doing so many different businesses. She's very successful So um, I just started putting myself out there um, by going to all of these networking events. And um, I run networking events myself now. It's called Empowered with LT, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later on. Um, So with Roxy Jasenko, because she is the queen of PR, I was reading her book and her book was saying about how you do need to put yourself out there and to actually do your research on the person and, you know, for example, don't just write an email and just keep it a standard email and go, hey, how are you? How are you going? I want you to wear my stuff. I'm going to pay you this, whatever. Actually do your research on the person and put together a nice PR package. Send it to them. Follow it up with an email. Maybe do a bit of research and see what they've been doing the last month. How was your holiday in Thailand? I noticed that you just had a baby. Um, how's your partner going? I know he was recently in hospital or whatever it is to build that relationship with that person. So after reading that book, and um, it's Tips and Tricks by Roxy Jasenko, after reading that, I thought, no, you know what? I'm going to one of her networking events over in Brisbane. I'm going to put myself out there. I don't care. I don't care if there's 500 people in a room, 1,000, 2,000. I'm going to put together a PR package, um, something that Roxy Jasenko would have done when she was my age when she first um, started out because that's what she wrote in her book. I'm going to put together bits and pieces that I know that she's passionate about and what she loves. So I did my research. I know that she loves leopard print. I know that she likes high-waisted tights, which is what I'm known for. I got her high-waisted swimwear from my LT swim range. I tried to do my research to find out what lollies she likes. So maybe I could put together some lollies and put that in the PR bag as well. But anyways, I got the candle bits and pieces. I even gave her a voucher that said, if you love this, then you can use this $400 $400 the voucher on your next couple of pieces for LT activewear. Yeah. Whether she wears it or she doesn't wear it, whether she doesn't accept it, I was like, look, at least I tried. I'm, I'm coming home with the bag or I'm leaving it with her. Who cares? Yeah. So we went to her event and um, I was actually really nervous. I I nervous because of the fact that it was a very – um serious room I guess with less people and it was a Q&A and we had a lot of um people it was a very corporate and I was just in there in my activewear, and everyone you know had ties formal outfits and stuff and it's yeah. just me Lisa Trujillo from the Illawarra giving Roxy Jusenko a APR bag and um I actually stopped the Q&A and put my hand up and said hey look I don't have a question but I read your book Tips and Tricks by Roxy Jasenko. And I'm putting myself out there. And I'm so sorry if this is not the right time to do it. But to the queen of PR, here is a PR package created by myself and told her a bit about my business. And she actually, I thought she was going to go, oh, just give it to my manager. I'll go have a look at it later on. Or can you post it out to me? She stopped the whole audience, got up. We got a photo together. She was opening up the PR, PR package in front of a hundred people showing them all the bits and pieces. And then she was so impressed by it that she actually said, you know what, Lisa, I'm going to put a post up on my Instagram of me wearing this for you because I'm so impressed by you getting out of your comfort zone and doing this in front Amazing. of everyone. And to be honest, someone like Roxy Jacenko would charge an arm and a leg, a thousand, four thousand dollars for a post. Yeah, Cause definitely. that's the way that the world works now with social media no charge, nothing, was super grateful. um, And now she's wearing the pieces and she loves it.
0: That's amazing. And I think what a pivotal moment for you as a business and as a brand, it's almost reaching that next level of exposure. And I think when you start to reach that next level of exposure, that's where it just becomes limitless, right? Where it's just her bumping into someone on a morning walk. And especially in those circles, bumping into someone that loves the tights or loves some of the active wear love some of the swimwear and all of a sudden it's a spiral effect in a positive way that just continues to to get your brand out there.
1: That's right. Absolutely.
0: And so Tommy, you touched on it a little bit there as well, the swimwear brand. And I guess that's something that, you know, with being strong, active and healthy, you know, people want to look great in swimwear and, and during summertime as well. At what point in the business do you then extend out to that and and start to utilize the customer base that you already have to
1: to push yeah, yeah. so i do quite a lot of things actually um, it's not just the swimwear it's not just the activewear um so yeah lt swim is something that we've just recently launched and we launched that at our um empowered with lt event but yeah. um so lisa trujillo activewear is the main branding yeah. and then after that we've got um my boot camps I run boot camps all around the Illawarra up in Sydney but now I'm taking things online at the moment um we've got LT Junior so for the kids we have LT Swim which is the recent branding that we're doing at the moment and empowered with LT but we're also running an online challenge which we had to quickly change things and make things work with everyone working online being isolated but uh I guess for me, I started off by building my following, as I said, as a gym instructor throughout the whole year, years that I was a gym instructor and a personal trainer. Um, built up the clientele. As I said, I've always put myself out there. I've reached out to people. I've collaborated with, I think, everyone and everything. Like, people must laugh at me because I'm like doing a giveaway or I'm collaborating with someone that does pop plants. It's got nothing to do with health and fitness or well being. But I just think, look, there's got to be someone out there doing plants that they need active wear, which then got me into doing uniforms, which is kind of my main focus at the moment too. Yeah. I don't actively promote that that on my social media platform. It's just, that's probably something that we're now moving into full time because something that I've learned whilst doing the business is that there's obviously a lot of competition and I need to do what is going to make my business grow and what's going to make the money for me to be able to grow as a business, to take the business yep. to the next level. So, although LT Activewear is what kickstarted the business, for me, I don't think the LT Activewear is what's gonna make my branding global. I think for me, it's the uniforms and tying in into the dance world and into the juniors as well.
0: Okay, so that's what so, you mean by uniform, like team, I guess, or yeah. even individual activewear competition uniform.
1: Yes, yeah. Okay. So I, I already do a lot of uniforms. I do uniforms for the girls that do Oz tag cheerleading teams. We just recently did the cheer squad for the Dragons, NRL. So, okay. um, uniforms for them, dance studios, uh, anyone and everything, even just uniforms. If a cafe reaches out and goes, hey, Lisa, we need some tights, no worries. We can do a, an exclusive uniform to you with your logo down the leg. So, that's something that I kind of that's went really into cool. because look, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. People, a lot of people want to do clothing. They want to do their own clothing brand. I, I see a lot of people doing shirts and tights now and creating their own activewear business. Clothing is hard. Clothing is very, very hard.
0: A lot harder to, to make money than most would think, right?
1: Absolutely. People think, oh, activewear, you know, the tights are $90. The $90 is going to go straight into your pocket. But what they're not seeing is like, you paying for the models, the marketing, sponsoring posts, um, the time and energy of doing, you know, your stock take, designing it, paying for a graphic designer to design the tights. Yeah. There's so much behind it. And even down to the fact that we try and cater to everyone. I do an extra, extra small all the way through to a 3XL, which is a yeah. big range of sizes range. If you think about it. So if you launch a collection and, you know, you have... 200 people or 500 people that really love the design and they're all a size small and you sell out of that and then you have all of the dead stocks sitting there with medium large, 2XL, 3XL. You kind of have to sell it off, um, I guess, at costs to get rid of it, which for me, I, I am passionate about selling the activewear and moving it and seeing people wear it and I'll always continue wearing the activewear but the uniforms is where it's at for me people design their uniform, they pick their size, they send it, they buy it in bulk and I'm done. I don't have it sitting at my warehouse. I don't have it sitting. I'm not going in forward and back with someone having to exchange a piece. Um, You know what I mean? I'm trying to put my
0: energy. Yeah. You're promoting your energy to what I guess is more, um, I guess a better return on investment, but I think that's one of the things a lot of people forget, so to I guess where I've got a little bit of a brain for it and, and slightly understand the back end of it is because my uncle is the founder of with some investors from overseas, a big brand called Curve Project, which is more recently launched in the last year mm-hmm. um, after years of being like a, a high up i guess what they call like a you know about like a senior buyer in major yep. fashion companies around Australia. Um, where they sort of do like a lot of women's, I guess, different sort of like outwear, like work, office, work, staff, all that sort of stuff. And we had this discussion recently, and he said, "What a lot of people don't understand with clothes is, you know, someone doesn't like the size or the fit or the cut of it, they send it back. Then that's a oh. cost to the business, and then gives
1: me a headache." That's what I mean. I feel like a hamster on the wheel for the last five years. And I'm super passionate about my activewear business. We'll always continue doing it. As you can, I don't know how closely you follow me, but a lot of the women that are listening to this at the moment would know that we have changed LT Activewear big time. Like a lot of the pieces are very basic and classic, where when I first started, it was very bright and out there and very outgoing. But basics for me is what sells all year round.
0: So my black.
1: My navies, um, you know, half leopard, that kind of thing. Something that doesn't go out of fashion.
0: Yeah. And so you touched on it a little bit before as well, the empowerment seminars and these sort of PR events that connect people, networking. When did you first run? I I can remember seeing something a couple, probably about six months ago now, blasted across Facebook. You had a massive event Mm -hmm. at the Novotel which is for anyone outside of the area, because I know there's, pe- there's people that listen from all over the world, which I'm blessed to have. Um, the Novotel is like our beachfront hotel on the water. And i seen you had a massive event, which looked like it had an amazing turnout. Was that the yeah. first event or one of many?
1: No. So um, the Empowered with teen events originally started out as, I remember it was, just something small. I've always been the chick that gets all my friends and family together. Um, I was like, let's catch up. Let's do this. So then I was like, if I'm organising all of these events to have catch-up dinners and coffee dates and stuff, why am I not turning this into a business? No one's doing it around here. Yeah. So um, for International Women's Day, which our branding is all about empowering women to get up and live healthy, happier lives. So I said, great timing. International Women's Day. We can tie the brand into that. Um, we had organised a small get-together. I think I put up a hundred tickets up on my website and we ended up getting about 80 ladies attend. And it was originally, well, yeah.
0: That's, that's amazing. That's really oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> right. I thought you we were going to say something. Sorry. Um, keep in mind, I'm super grateful for my community. Everything that I've done has all been from organic reach. I've never ever sponsored any of my events All of it has been from cross promotions and from people just tagging friends and family on the post, um, which I am super grateful for. I've never sponsored an empowered post or any of our networking events. So um, back to when I first started, I thought, stop it. You know, let's do an International Women's Day, Women in Business networking event. We need to collaborate more. I want the women all around the area, people from Sydney come down to find out how I did it. How did I build my business from scratch? And it's the power of networking and cross promoting. So I decided to do this networking event, very casual. Think you've got a ticket, you've got a drink, you've got the grazing platter, but it was just an opportunity for women to meet, to get together. And I am big on no one is ever your competition. You know, you can always collaborate with anyone and anything, whether you're a gym instructor, I'm a gym instructor, whether yeah. you're a makeup artist and you're a makeup artist, find a way to work together, to grow together. Cause that person might have clients that you might not have clients with the same clientele. Um, so for example, I specialize in a lot of mums, um, post-pregnancy, um, a lot of my clients are females, but some other gym instructor might have someone that's more into bodybuilding. That they can attend my boot camps or my clients can train with them anyway so then i decided to do this event and everyone just absolutely loved it i think everyone left on a high um and the feedback we got was just lisa you need to run more of these events life-changing i've met so many new people i've gotten out of my comfort zone but not just that the people in business that came we're bringing their friends, their cousins, their mum, their grandmother. And I thought, you know what? We need to change this. This is not just for people in business. This is for everyone. Everyone is going to gain something out of it. So then after that, I created a high tea event. We got about 150 ladies. That was beautiful. We had heaps of like all ages. I'm talking teenagers that were 13 all the way through to a 90 year old. Like We had a range of all different ages. So then I went, okay. People come to these events for all different reasons. It's not just business anymore. It's maybe meeting new people, um, getting inspired by some of our speakers. Um, I don't know. Like our speakers are always different speakers. It might be about weight loss, health and fitness, well-being, fashion, how to build up your social media platform. Um, we had someone talking about travel insurance. Like it's, it's all's very different. Um,
0: what? and then, yeah, sorry. I was, I just want to butt in quickly here because it blows my mind. I thought I'd researched a lot into what you do. Right. And I knew you had a number of things going on, but you sound incredibly busy and it always, oh, yeah. to, you're obviously a very productive person to be able to anyone who can execute the amount of work you're doing well is, has to be productive, mm. but What I I guess one of the major questions for a lot of people listening to this, do you now have a team around you?
1: Yeah, we have a team. So, my um, partner, Reese, he's very involved in the business also. So, between myself and Reese's business, he owns Team Flex and a couple of other businesses also. So, between us, um, we've got a really good team. So, Reese has now six staff members and myself I've got one full-timer I do get casuals that come on board when things get a lot busier as well we have people that do internships that help out also Um, but within my business full-time it's myself and Rhiannon Willis who has been life-changing for the business as well she came on board um, almost a year ago now and she has helped me grow my business and take the business to the next level also like back to the empowered events we recently just did the empowered event in february and we got um 280 ladies i wouldn't have been able to do that without rihanna helping me out as well so it all works out and your business will grow with the right team and the right people behind you and helping you out
0: so obviously there's yourself and rihanna and reese there as well and in terms of the, the structure outside of your, I guess your business and who you pay, do you have great luck for anyone getting into this? Because there's so much going on here. You'd have to have great accountants, great financial advice. Do you have a solicitor or a lawyer that you consistently no. liaise with?
1: Yeah. So, um, with all that stuff, I am horrible with everything. Like with all that behind the scenes business stuff. And Reese and I are very big on the fact that you need to do what you're good at within your job. So for me, the money side of things, I'm not good at that stuff. So I leave all that behind the scenes work for Reese to do. So I guess I'm very lucky because Reese is very invested in my business, but I guess, yeah, for those that are starting out a business, you've got to start somewhere. And I guess you can teach yourself along the way and you will make plenty of mistakes, but possibly hiring someone and investing in someone that specializes in that, or maybe getting a friend or family that is good at that to help you out, because I guess, I've always said you've got to spend money to make money to make your business yeah. run into.
0: Cause that would be successful. a massive stress of it. All right. Like there's, I guess on the surface, there's this amazing social content, the ActiveWeb brand, the swim brand, the, the empowerment um, sessions and catch ups. And it all looks fantastic, but behind it, there's the actual need to make money, make sure that money's going into the right places and make Absolutely. sure that you're doing it all without putting yourself at any risk legally. Um, And that's a massive stress for anyone in business.
1: Oh, 100%, definitely. Um, But, yeah, you do need to be mindful of that type of stuff as well. And I guess back to with Reese helping with the the behind-the-scenes bits of the business and knowing where the money goes and that, um, the business wouldn't work hand-in-hand with both of us because Reese wouldn't be able to sell the activewear. You know, he wouldn't be able to... Yeah. Create that community of all the women. He he's always said that. What you do is incredible. You know, for you to create the awareness, to build up your social media platform, to make sure you're putting the right content out there for people to actually engage with. Reese isn't good at that stuff, but that's something yeah. that I'm really, really good at. So if I spend all of my time trying to work out, oh, and getting stressed out with, oh, we need to get a good account, and we need to do this, we need to do that. Oh, money, 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 like. I wouldn't be doing my business because that stuff would stress me out to the point where I wouldn't do it.
0: Yeah. You'd lose the passion.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so talk to me, I guess, uh, you know, obviously for anyone listening, they can see you're an incredible business brain. I'm excited before we finish up towards the end to talk about also where you're heading in the future. But Mm -hmm. one thing that I guess I've learned along the way in my past couple of years is the importance of your downtime outside of, what you do and what you put your time and energy into and the people around you. And I know recently, you know, we spoke about it a little bit before and you said you were comfortable chatting about um, the passing of your dad more recently. Mm -hmm. Is it moments like that, that I guess ground you a little bit more and, and make you realize the importance of those, I guess, anchors outside of business that you, that you can fall back on. And do you have a lot of stuff that you do outside of, your day-to-day business (laughs) ventures that help you calm down and relax and and feel grounded with the family?
1: Yeah. Um, Look, a lot of people when you just in business in general, but especially when you first start out a business, people always go to you. Don't work so hard. Oh, you might get burnt out. Oh, make sure you make time for yourself. But I wouldn't have got to where I am now. Just lazing about and giving myself, me time every single day. Yeah. I don't believe in balance to be honest. I just think you've got to just roll with what you've got and make things work and get things done. I am big on making time for downtime and like, you know, for me, right? I'll go for a walk in the morning for an hour. That's enough for me for me to be able to have my own time. And don't get me wrong, I get my hair done, I get my nails done, but when I'm getting yeah. my nails done, I'm still working and doing social media content. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's just how I work. I think with my dad passing away three weeks ago, um, it's definitely made me slow down. Um, the last two months with my dad being in hospital, and for those that don't know, my dad's had Parkinson's disease for over 18 years, so um, it got to the end of it with him having to go into um, respite, and that's another story and a half, but he got very, very sick just being three days into respite, but he got to hospital and they couldn't do anything to fix him with the antibiotics. He got very, very sick and he sadly passed away. Um, Going to and from the hospital, that's probably the least I've worked and I had to make time for myself to slow down and be in the moment and be with family, but, That's just how I work. I'm a worker. I like to get things done. I'm a big believer that life doesn't stop just because bad things are happening in your life. For example, dad was in hospital. I think I spent three weeks in the hospital by his side, next to his bed, speaking to him, just making sure that he knew that we were all there as a family. But I had my laptop out and I was still running back to emails and replying back to people like everything was fine. So I guess some people are different, but I made a promise to myself with my dad passing away, um, and I think it's my upbringing as well. I've just come from very a very hardworking family. Both my parents came from nothing. Immigrants came over here, started a life. My mum's Filipino, my dad's Spanish. My dad has always been big on um, I can eat the moon, as in like I can do anything. Um, he, my dad's being so sick, but he felt like he was capable of doing everything still. Yeah. So I made a promise to myself when dad passed away that, um, you know, I can eat the moon too. I can get things done um, no matter what. Uh, so I guess everyone's different, but it is important to make time for yourself and to slow down, but you can't be stuck there. You know, if you're feeling down, like for me, oh, the last two months I've been feeling so down. I've just wanted to lay in bed all day, but how's my business going to run with me laying in bed? Um, life still happens. I've got to get up and get moving and keep swimming and just keep, keep getting things done.
0: Firstly, obviously extremely sad to hear that. Any time you lose a family member, which I have recently with my nan, it, it hits the whole family hard. And I guess it, it gives you those realisations. But you're right where it definitely motivates you to be an even better person than you are. And I think touching on what you said before about you not believing in balance in a sense, I think that comes from being extremely passionate about what you do as well.
1: Because yeah, I think definitely. there's
0: less, balance is less essential when you love your day to day. And you obviously love business.
1: I do. I absolutely love it. I'm always learning, I'm always creating. As you know, I'm doing a thousand things. Um, I've got so many different side projects happening. We're trying to make things work, especially now at this time with the coronavirus. I was freaking out. I was going, Goodbye to LT Activewear. What are we going to do? All the uniform orders have stopped. I can't get things from China where we get all our tights made. Um, yeah. Things aren't getting posted from overseas. What are we going to do? Activewear is the least of anyone's worries at the moment when they're trying to put food on the table for their, for their family. Yeah. So I sat down. We sat down as a team and I was like, look, how are we going to make things work? And we all spoke and we said, we always thought about wanting to run a challenge. I've done challenges my whole life working in the gym. So I was like, what's different to running an online challenge and making it work right now and doing home workouts. I'm very big on functional movements. I grew up being a gymnast and a dancer. So I've been a big believer that you don't need any equipment to get the results that you want. and all my boot camps, you just need a resistance band. So we tied that into the online challenge also. And I thought, you know what? We need to get this ebook up and running. We need to start promoting. We need to get all these people on board, not just for us to make money, because at the end of the day, it's a business, but to make sure that our community is still strong, as in, mentally and physically um with people self-isolating at the moment it's a scary time people's mental health is definitely going down and they need something to look forward to and to keep themselves accountable we've had to postpone so many of our events which people look forward to people are out of jobs so I thought, you know what, the one thing people can control in their life is their health and fitness and their wellbeing. So that's why we decided we need to get this challenge up and running, which we are. We have a great amount of people doing it. Um, and it's just Amazing. very inspiring and motivating to see everyone tagging each other, chatting to each other. And even our group on Facebook, everyone just chatting and letting each other know about how they're feeling and just supporting one another, it keeps me motivated, and I think that 's what keeps me going in my business is to see everyone else up and about and doing my workouts and engaging and basically saying that i 've changed their life because of how I deal with my life and my situations it 's really amazing
0: that 's really good to hear and I think you know i have i 've had probably the last couple of guests on um, now throughout the madness that 's happening and you know, adapting to doing these sort of things over Zoom as opposed to -to face-to-face, which I love to do these face-to-face, excuse me, because I guess you get that genuine face-to-face connection with sitting next to someone and chatting, but you have to adapt and overcome. And I was presented with the fact that, yeah, it looks amazing behind camera that I'm sat next to someone in real life, but if I don't adapt, then I just don't do a podcast for three to four months. And that's not something I'm willing to accept. And I know personally, I guess this time for me has been, it's been a real opportunity to reprioritize. Like for my, like I put my health on the back burner for so long, and I've been training three to four times a day, so I feel amazing at the moment. Like I feel so good, good, I feel <laughs> active, I feel motivated. <laughs> I want to get stuff done, and I think everyone's got a decision to make during this time. There's one or two ways that you come out of this. You either come out of it better or worse. And mm. like you said before, your health and well being is one thing you have control of. So I've just taken it as a real opportunity and it looks like you have too from a business standpoint. You know, and I I listen to podcast after podcast and they talk about these tough times, you know, the Great Depression, the GFC. Um, A lot of people in their opinions believe that this coronavirus pandemic will affect the market globally more so than those two previous events had. And I guess I continue to hear the, the thesis that anyone who can survive and thrive in business during this time will do well forever. And it sounds like you've adapted very well and just reprioritize what you push.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely you have no choice. You've got to make it work. And I know some people don't have maybe the income or don't have the opportunity to move things online. You might be a beautician that does waxing and it's like, okay, well I can't really get my client to come over and do waxing or anything like that. But I, what I can say is like what you've, what we've got at the moment you have to work around it and deal with it maybe I've been saying to people maybe now is a good time for you to educate yourself do a course do some tutorials online on how to wax how to pluck your eyebrows do some workshops online I'm just throwing it out there these ideas are just coming into my head right now but make it work do what you can in the meantime so when things go back to normal you come out stronger
0: and it's I guess that's a conversation I've had with a few people as well and I think for a lot of people, they get in the habit of running their business without, I guess, ever investing time in the growth of the business. It's very easy to get comfortable with the customer base or the clientele that you have and just continually operate on a day to day basis. But I guess my advice to a lot of people, and you know, I'm no business expert, but this was an opportunity for me just to brand better than ever. Like there's more time on my hands than ever to push my podcast in front of. The most, Like I've had people internationally come on now, people that would usually never have the time to sit in front of me um, and, and take that hour out of their day. But there's, there's opportunity in crisis, I guess, is the, the moral of the story. And it's amazing to see you adapt. But I guess heading on to another topic, and it's the logistics of <laughs> the growth. And you said, obviously, there's international relations there. with are getting stuff manufactured and made in China and shipping back over here is it hard to set those relationships up with the obvious language barriers and sort of explain that?
1: (laughs) So we um, work with a few different companies and factories. So we um, work with China, Thailand, Pakistan. And uh, when I first started getting the tights made, I thought, oh, how am I going to explain that? I want the logo here and I want it here and I want it facing to the side And for those that have been supporting me since the start, you would know the very first Lisa Trujillo tights were the leopard print tights. I had asked for it to be high-waisted, which again is what we're known for, high-waisted tights. Um, And they actually came with a very, very small band. The love heart was completely wonky. It was onto the side. It was like a 4D, 3D looking thing. It was not what I had pictured in my head and what I had sent to them. Um, But for me... Look, for example, um, one of my suppliers over in Pakistan, his English is so bad, and I thought, why are you talking to me in English? Why are you trying to talk English to me? Just talk in Pakistan in your language, and we'll just translate that. I'll copy and paste that into an app. I'll find an app, and I'll copy and paste that somewhere mm. where it translate into English, and I'll just work it out myself. And that's what I started to do. So I started to do things like that. Um, Look, there's always going to be mistakes with clothing, with anything, with business. But um, I remember remember with leopard print, right? So leopard print comes with the little spots all over the tights. And I had said, look, I really want you to move the leopard print away from the groin area because I remember doing floral designs and, like, it was connecting where the crutch area was.
0: Yeah, And
1: people were actually saying, Lisa, in your photos, it looks like, you know, or, like, in the butt, it looks like you've got a tail or something. So I was like, oh, okay, look, I don't have a dirty mind, so I don't really notice that, but um, I'll keep that in mind. So I remember explaining to someone that kind of didn't speak English, yeah. it's not their first language to move the leopard spot across by four centimeters and they had moved it across so much that there was actually all the design and then just a plain line through the crutch area. So it looked 10 times worse. So I had a shipment of all these types, oh, God. those types I was wholesaling to another business and um, I just had to explain. I have to laugh about it. You to laugh about it and go, you look, you made a mistake. It, yeah. That's not what I asked for. You need to make it again and send it again. Yeah. But things like, you know, going on a video and showing them in person, um, having a Skype call, and going above and beyond to actually explain where you want it, like putting arrows places, yeah. typing it word for word, um, and maybe having to send it in four different ways.
0: Because really without I guess without those connections overseas, it almost becomes extremely unprofitable to make any of that sort of stuff in Australia without charging an arm and a leg for it, right?
1: Yeah, oh absolutely. If I was to make things in Australia, I would not be doing this business. You can't get by. The margins are too high.
0: I guess you're in a privileged position where you've you've been smart enough to leverage leverage your brand in a number of areas like you said, with the workshops and the, um, and the online challenge where you can continue to make money through this time, because I've, I've spoken to a few people that run clothing brands, not in the fitness space, but more so like sort of just street style and Mm day-to-day casuals. And for them, like there was the, I guess the first consideration of maybe we take operations from China to Australia to continue to operate during these times, but it's almost so unaffordable. It's not even worth you know what I mean? It's not even worth it. Yeah, and doing.
1: that's why I do so many different things because for me, if the active wear is going a bit slow, I can move on to the juniors. I can like, I chop and change, change where I can.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: because without money, you're not going to have a business. So I guess that's why back to when I said I'm focusing more on uniforms, I'm focusing more on my networking events because with my networking events, although we run these big, beautiful networking events where we get large numbers. I also run these smaller exclusive events tying in with different businesses. Like we ran one with Spark and White Smile. We're going to do one with Pinot Picasso. That's been postponed in the meantime due to the virus. Um, But tying in with these different businesses, they're grabbing a ticket. They're surrounded by a community of like-minded people. They get a goodie bag. They get a Lisa Trudeau goodie bag. And in that goodie bag, they're actually getting a pair of LT tights as okay, well amazing so it's value for money they're getting they're getting out and about they're getting out of their comfort zone they're feeling good they're feeling motivated they're hanging out with their girlfriends and they're supporting the active web business as well
0: yeah tell me about i guess your week to week because you've got so much going on do you have a consistent like does one week look like the next or does it just change
1: completely
0: no. every week?
1: <laughs> hey people think that i've got like a structured life Um, I will say, um, I've kind of, you know, I've been winging it, I guess, you know, I mean, I look, I do have structure in my life, but I have way more structure now. Brienne come on board than what I did before. Um, because I was one person and I was doing everything myself. Whereas when Brienne came on board, she goes, why don't you have a calendar? Like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? I've always had a diary, but like an actual digital calendar, which sends reminders out to all different people. And for me, now, what's so important and what I've gotten into the habit of for the last year and a half is everything that I do. Like when you reached out to me and you said, oh, at least let's do a podcast. Straight away, as soon as we have that conversation, it just goes into my head like I'm a robot, like I've got a calendar in my head. Yeah. As soon as you say podcast this time, this day, I'm straight away into my Google calendar and putting that in. I'm even scheduling two days out reminder podcast in two days. Are you prepared? Do you need anything from me? Do you need content photos? Do I need to answer yeah. any sort of questions that I don't feel comfortable answering? Like just reminding myself with my shipments, with my uniform orders shipment due to come today. Why hasn't it arrived yet? Like I'm leaving little questions like that for me. Um, check in with this person, check in with that person. We've collaborated with this person. She needs to promote the tights. Has she received the tights yet? I'm leaving all of these little notes in my calendar because if I don't, I will forget it and I won't have a life for myself. You know what I mean? I'll spend my whole life just working, working, working. So that's why I have the time to get my hair done, get my nails done, enjoy myself, spend time with family, go out for dinner, Um, rather than being stuck, being a hamster on the wheel the whole time, trying to figure out where I'm at with my life and my week. But as for a structured weekly every day um look the last two months i've been a bit of a mess a bit up and down with what's going on with my family and with my dad and stuff but with a structured routine, I always try and wake up first thing in the morning, drink lots of water. I always, try to do, I always try and do some form of exercise or movement. It doesn't have to be a heavy weighted session or a gym session. It can be stretching, me just going for a walk, um, doing a couple of push-ups or some yoga in my living room. I do that. I drink my water. I always make sure I have a really healthy, good breakfast to kick start my day. I'm obsessed with um, saging. Do you do that?
0: No, I don't, no. I don't know.
1: Okay, It's kind of like witch stuff, but I, I'm into <laughs> saging. Like that's my thing. I saged before, just maybe, to clear the energy.
0: Maybe that's the secret.
1: Maybe it's a secret. I don't know. I know. But um, I sage. Um, I get rid of the bad energy. I put my essential oils on. I'm big on health and fitness, I take care of my body, I make sure I work out because I know if I work out, if I eat well, if I drink my water, if I'm sleeping well, I am a better worker and the business is better as well.
0: Yeah, how much better do you feel? Like for me, noticeably. So like there was a massive, I guess a massive turning point for me in I think it was October last year. So I've got cystic fibrosis. You probably don't know what it is. It's a health condition I was born with. Um, It can be quite serious if you don't look after it. Um, like, got, sort of got like bad life expectancies, that sort of thing. But
1: yeah. I was
0: always really healthy. And I do, you know, day to day, I do real estate for a job. And I found like it's very easy to prioritize work over your health and your well being. And I was always so well that sometimes you take it a little bit for granted and you get a little bit cocky that you'll never not be well. And last year, I found myself in hospital for about two and a half, three weeks, feeling pretty average. And sort of some stuff that I needed to get sorted. Otherwise, it could have affected me long term. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, I used to be so focused on health. And that used to be the anchor for everything that I'd done. and why I was so well and so energetic and so motivated and productive. And I just lost my way with that. So I, I changed it up and started doing some new training. And especially during this period now where I've got time to reprioritize what I want to get out of every day. I've really focused on my health and I feel amazing. Like I feel you feel positive, you feel productive, you sit down, and you have better conversations and better interactions with people because I guess oh, yeah. when you're training and How you feel, one? feel confident.
1: Oh, well, absolutely.
0: Well, I guess I guess you say health's number one and I guess I say to people all the time, without your health, you have nothing.
1: Absolutely. That's right.
0: Unfortunately a lot um, of people I've- find that out the hard way.
1: Yeah, I've always believed that. And I guess that's why I started my brand. Like health is truly number one. And um, yeah, for me, if I, look, there's going to be some days where I miss my morning workout. You're only human. But back to you feeling more confident and like just everything works out better if you start your morning the right way. You have control of your day and your life. Um, Definitely. and that's why I strongly get up and I get moving for that first hour in the morning. That's time for me. Um, it gets my day planned. I get, get it all set and ready to go. So then when I come back home, I know that I've done that workout. It's done. I can have a shower and I can get into my day. So if I want to do another session in the afternoon, or if I miss the session in the afternoon, cause I'm so flat out busy, um, I've done it in the morning. It's done.
0: Yeah. I've L- less guilt, right?
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Tell me obviously now 2020 and I've asked this question to a lot of people that have been on the show 2020 is going to be a very unusual and different year Um, probably a lot of the plans you had with seminars and and those sort of events will be postponed and cancelled but I guess looking at the near future in the next five years you said you're 26 now Um, I'm not far behind that I'm 24 I'm always interested to to see you know approaching 30 in four years I don't mean to remind you of that it's a daunting yeah
1: Oh, weed. It's weird That's oh, weird
0: I, I still feel 16 honestly I, oh yeah i guess i still make ridiculous tiktoks and sometimes i think i'm definitely not 24 in the brain um yeah. but <laughs> i guess looking at your next couple of years is there anything that you want to achieve with your brands or personally or are there any massive goals that you have set in place that you're not yet already working on
1: Mm-hmm. So with the um, events, Empowered with All Tea, I definitely want to grow that to the point where we can take it global, take it all yep. around the world, take it all around Australia, um, continue growing the Lisa Trujillo activewear brand, still get into doing more uniforms, um, get more into sporting federations, like with the dance, the gymnastics, the acrobatics, the cheerleading. That's huge. That's another market. Like oh, doing definitely. The especially,
0: the especially overseas.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. So, doing more uniforms, and now that I've had the extra push to take things online with my boot camps and my challenges, since doing these online boot camps, I'm like, oh, this is great. I could seriously wake up eight in the morning, six in the morning, whatever time, anywhere. I could be in Bali, I could be in the Maldives, I could be in the US, and we could be working out together with the whole community online. I was like. That's something I'm really passionate about is just taking things online, being able to do the workouts, um, do these podcasts like this via Zoom, um, even do workshops online. This morning I ran a LT Junior activity day. This morning with the kids, we did a a workout and we did a body scrub making workshop. And I just thought, why? even when life goes back to normal and we can still do these in-person workshops and activity days and everything that we do, I'm going to continue doing things online and growing online, growing the online channel. You, I guess it
0: allows you to be more resourceful, right? And, and also fit yeah. more into your day. And I guess you said it there before, like a massive thought for me is, like you said, to be able to do this over a computer with very limited technology, the ability to be sitting in Bali or, you know, be sitting somewhere around the world on a holiday, but continue to be productive and work and grow your brand. I think yes. this is going to be a really eye-opening experience for a lot of people in business. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And also Give from a consumer standpoint. Up. Please. Yeah. I want to be on a yacht. I want to be on a yacht doing a boot camp. Honestly. joke yeah. about yeah. it. Because, like, I run boot camps everywhere around here. Like, I remember Greater Union reaching out to me and they were like, hey, do you want to run a boot camp at um, Chicks at the Flicks? And I was like, in Greater Union, you want me to run a boot camp? And then yeah. they go watch a movie and eat popcorn and they go yeah and I thought all right let's wow. do it so then we created a joke like us and the team we're like Lisa like when are you going to start running boot camps on the plane when are you going to start running them here and there so yeah, yeah I think I'm um, definitely continuing to do things more online um growing the brand getting some really good speakers on board getting Roxy Jesenko on board to one of my empowered events um That'd we've be got amazing. a lot in the works, you know, we've got a lot in the works with the empowered events. Uh, but yeah, growing the events, the workshops, the uniforms.
0: That'd the be challenge. amazing. So yeah. tell me, with, obviously we're taking the, the events global. Is there, when you take the events global, is there, obviously you need to grow the social platform incredibly for yeah. that. But is, is that, I guess, you've obviously got a great social following already. I think it's just shy of 24,000. Mm-hmm. So to continue I to drop a
1: couple of followers, what's going on? I really? don't know. Maybe yeah. you've just cleaned out the mess. Maybe, but at the same time, I've got so many pages. I've got a page that, that for is LT where you that keep up. True. with people. Yeah, that
0: yeah. is that is true. And I guess the more you grow, that obviously the ability to leverage that globally is huge. Do you have a mm. plan in place for your social to? continue to leverage and gain following, but I guess not just gain following, but continue to be able to provide value to a bigger audience.
1: Yeah. So we've been putting a lot of content out there at the moment, free content, educational content, um, which I think is super important because not everyone financially can afford to buy your programs, to buy your activewear, but also it's nice to give back and to help teach people. Cause at the end of the day, that's what I'm passionate about is just helping people and to empower people to get up and live the healthier, happier lives that they, they need and they deserve. So, um, you know, I create eBooks that are free um, workouts up for free every Sunday. I run a free boot camp online for 45 yep. minutes. We get a lot of people do that as well. Um, but just, continuing to cross promote with people Amazing. these days um you have to collaborate and do giveaways if you want to take it to the next level and grow with let's say someone has a million followers at the end of that you're going to have to pay that person to cross promote with you because they've got a bigger reach and a bigger audience so why would they want to help someone out that they have no idea who you are they don't oh you yeah, know, i have heaps of people that reach out to me now and go lisa let's run a giveaway i'm like cool happy to help like i'm all about helping people but you've got 200 followers so really you're gonna gain so much more out of the content that i've got in the Definitely. following that i have then i am gonna get through your following so Definitely. i guess cross promoting more learning where it's a bit more of a give and take networking more providing more educational content um running my free boot camps every sunday little bit by little bit like the My following didn't grow overnight. That took me six years from the day that I was working in that gym, scanning the tags to now.
0: Isn't it funny? You you touched on it there where you said the give and the take. And I spoke to my sister about this recently. We're talking about how sometimes it's like, and and I'm, I'm guilty of this, a lack of ability to say no when sometimes I should. And mm. it's something I'm really working on at the current as I'm becoming more self-aware on putting my time and my energy into things that not, a, not, not to say that I just want to put time and energy into things that I get something from, but putting time and energy into things that make sense to me. And, and I know yeah. that the energy I give out is positively returned because it's so easy just to say yes to everyone, but it can quite quickly and easily ruin the quality of your brand and that's one thing I was always big on in real estate is I never wanted to work for you know developers or builders or this or that that didn't have a credible name and that's I've I've been really picky on who I work with because that very quickly reflects what people think of your business yeah so I think you know I think you made an amazing point there and it's I think it's there's I think there's a couple of books around it like the power of saying no that I think like yeah, anyone definitely. should read. I'm actually
1: going okay to read it. No. I say no to people all the time. Lisa, you need to go out more. You need you to have more. a couple of drinks. Let's catch up. I'm like, look, as much as I want to catch up, my sleep is more important to me. And yes. if you really want to catch up with me, let's do things that we both enjoy. Like, for me, I like getting my steps up. So let's go for a walk and have a chat and have a coffee afterwards. Yeah. Rather than, like, doing things and getting forced into doing things that you don't want to do. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Hey, this has been an amazing chat. Before we go, I want to make Mm -hmm. sure that everyone listening to this who isn't already following you, I know there'll be an amazing amount of people that follow you and love your stuff already. But if anyone here is listening to this and is inspired from a business standpoint, fitness standpoint, or just from a personal interest of hearing Lisa's story and wanting to follow on more, where do they find you on social media and where's the best place to connect with you?
1: Yeah. Um, so you can reach me on my personal page. It's Lisa Trujillo underscore. So I post everything that we do on that page on Instagram and Facebook. Also Lisa Trujillo Activewear. We have a few pages, but I would just follow the keeping up with LT underscore page, which is all things keeping up with Lisa Trujillo. So you can find me there. Otherwise our website, which is Lisa Trujillo dot and you can reach out anytime.
0: So good to hear everyone go and do that. And also if you've listened to this podcast, gained any knowledge, insight or motivational inspiration from it, it would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating, subscribe for many more episodes to come and also share this around. We want the word to get out there. We want people to feel the power of conversation and the positive effects that it can have on your life. Lisa Trujillo, thanks so much for being on the podcast. It's been an amazing episode. And I know that people will have some absolute gems to get out of this.
1: Thank you so much for having me and thank you guys for listening.
0: No worries at all.